Here's a case of a medial temporal lobe glioma, 31-year-old male, suffered from a new onset seizures. MRI evaluation revealed a right-sided medial temporal lobe mass with minimal amount of enhancement, heterogeneous appearance on T2-weighted images. Since this tumor is primarily within the non-dominant temporal lobe, an intermedial temporal resection followed by amygdala hippocampectomy was conducted. Here's the right temporal lobe, sylvian fissure, temporalis muscle, superior temporal gyrus, middle temporal gyrus, inferior temporal gyrus. Let's go ahead and start with intermedial temporal lobe resection. The initial corticotomy is located around the crown of the superior temporal gyrus. Is an anterior temporal vein that can be sacrificed readily since the territory of this vein is being resected. The vein of Lepe is situated more posteriorly. Approximately three and a half to four centimeter of the length of the lateral temporal neocortex is resected. Let's review the details for the procedure. The PL membranes are coagulated and sharply cut. Certain landmarks can guide the surgeon regarding removal of the lateral temporal neocortex. Now the neocortex is being dissected. The planar dissection leads to a protuberance at the base of the middle fossa. I will show you that landmark in a second. First, let's go ahead and continue our dissection toward the temporal tip. Now here is the floor of the middle fossa. The posterior vertical disconnection is being extended toward the collateral sulcus. Here's the thick arachnoid band there. You can see the thick arachnoid band of that gyrus. It's the floor of the middle fossa again. I stop at this thick gyral arachnoid band of the collateral sulcus. Our next more important landmark is the protuberance just underneath the temporal lobe. I continue dissection toward this protuberance. The use of this landmark would prevent me to inadvertently open the ventricle and injure the hippocampus prematurely. The lateral temporal cortex is mobilized so that I can continue the plane of the dissection toward the protuberance I discussed a moment ago. Here's the subpeal resection method. 
These pial membranes are also disconnected and cut so that the temporal lateral cortex can be delivered. This temporal neocortical resection will uncap the tumor that is very evident here. So now I can continue with removal of the mass via his circumferential disconnection. One has to remember the importance of subpial tumor removal over the basal cisterns. Again, here is that temporal protuberance along the middle fossa floor. Let's go ahead and remove the tumor using the subpial technique. And here's the peel membranes covering the basal cisterns. Here's the edge of the tentorium. Third nerve should be located somewhere here. Obviously, it should be protected. These tumors often herniate around the edge of the tentorium and place some pressure over the brainstem, may even invade the PL membranes, and therefore tumor resection has to be conducted carefully. Here's the third nerve through the PL membranes. The fourth nerve may also be apparent at times along the edge of the incisura. Here's removal of the tumor in the subpial fashion. Again, the part of the hippocampus and amygdala affected by the tumor is being evacuated. Here's croid plexus. All the resection has to remain lateral to the croid plexus to prevent any injury to hypothalamus and thalamus. A small amount of residual tumor lateral to the croid plexus is being evacuated. Here again, part of the tumor over the peel surfaces of the brain stem are being removed. Thin sheet of the tumor that is left behind over these peel membranes. is also being resected. Here's a PCA, evident through the arachnoid bands of the basal cisterns. Here's the brain stem. It's the third nerve evident through the PL membranes. Here's another look of the third nerve. Again, now removing the tail of the hippocampus affected by the tumor. 
Further inspection revealed no evidence of residual tumor that is clearly visible. All the important vessels are carefully preserved. I'm satisfied with the extent of resection here. You can see again the choroid plexus situated more posteriorly, the third nerve located anteriorly. I worked between the arachnoid bands to evacuate as much of the tumor subpelia as possible. And the postoperative MRI demonstrated gross total resection of the mass without any complicating features all the way to the level of the basal cisterns. Thank you.